Welcome, everyone, to another exciting episode of the OKR's Q&A podcast, also known as the OKR Corral, where OKR Insight is the king. I'm your host, Tim Meinhardt, OKR expert and CEO of Atruity, an OKR consultancy in Washington, D.C. Before we begin, if you're passionate about OKRs, check out our OKR's professional network, a special community created to bring together OKR professionals looking to build relationships, grow their expertise, and share best practices to create amazing OKR programs. Check out the link in our show notes to learn more about the OKR's professional network. And please don't forget, if you enjoy our podcast, subscribe, leave a review, and visit us at atruity1.com. In this exciting episode, I have the pleasure of speaking with Zach Richard, partner and senior director of RPO for Andiamo. Zach and I discussed the importance of North Stars and their role in helping shape an OKR program. Zach also discusses how implementing an OKR program has allowed their entire organization to have that visibility and transparency into other divisions. And he goes into detail about how this has greatly benefited not only him, but his entire organization and his position, and how OKRs helped raise the bar for everyone. Zach's terrific, and he truly gets the values of an OKR program, including how getting it right from the start, even though it can be a little bit daunting, is so well worth the investment, as it is now and will continue paying huge dividends for Andiamo. Everyone, please enjoy this episode as it's packed with fabulous insight. So grab that cup of coffee, plug in those earbuds, and enjoy my wonderful discussion with Zach Richard. So Zach, welcome to the program. Yeah, happy to be here. Terrific. So uh, tell our audience a little bit about yourself, who you work with, and uh, and what do you do? Yeah, so um, I live out here in uh, Scottsdale, Arizona, which we were just talking about how how uh, we're entering the summer months, so it's getting a little hot right now. But yeah. um, I live out here with my family, my wife, and uh, two young daughters. Um, fairly recent trans uh, transplants out to, to Scottsdale. We lived in New York City for about 15 years prior to that, um, and that's where I actually got started at Andiamo, which is where I work now. Yeah. Um, I'm a, a partner at Andiamo. I oversee our RPO division. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, I've been in, with Andiamo for about 10 years. Started off entry level as a recruiter and have uh, had the opportunity to work with a number of our divisions, uh, our permanent placement division, um, our women impact tech division, and now exclusively with our RPO division. Terrific. Terrific. So what were your kind of initial impressions when you were told that your organization will be implementing an OKR program, and how would you then describe the beginning of your OKR journey? Yes, yeah, so, I mean, I, initially I was really excited. Yeah. Um, I think for, for, for a couple of areas, just from a, a personal standpoint, I came from an athletic background, and um, goals and targets have always been something that have been important to me and kind of really important with how I evaluate um, my, my personal life and, and my work life. So I've, I'm always a fan of, of learning about new strategies, new ways to define those sort of aspects, right? Um, yeah. And I think from, from a, a business side, Andiamo was in a, a unique position. Um, 
we had been scaling out rapidly um, as we had um, as we approached kind of this this OKR um, OKR work, and you know we were we were dealing with this this rem- new remote um, part of, of work, which was was different mm-hmm. for us as well, right? We had yeah. um, you know senior management was now spread out everywhere, right? Um, and and we had a lot of a lot of new exciting things happening, and I think we were starting to hit some of the goals that had been. Uh, long established goals. And, and we were really, I think, um, looking for some sort of program to help us set that next level of goals. Um, but then also ensure that um, everyone, you know, was on the same page and that that transparency and, and keeping everyone together and, and on track was, was a really important part of that as well. Um, you know, because we were growing so quickly and, and then because yeah. now we're, we were in this remote environment, we couldn't just see everyone at the office every day. Right. You know, that remote environment, I talked about it. I actually did. Um, I talked to a very large, um, entrepreneurial group last night. It was a big issue, you know, that feeling and sensation of we're all over the place now. We don't, we don't get together as much. And that's, that's interesting that you say that. Yeah, I think it's something that we were really fortunate that, that we've always been very deliberate about our culture yeah. um, and 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 being open and being really communicative. So it was something that I think OnDMO transitioned to very well, um, but it's something that we still have to be very deliberate about. Um, we still have to, um, we, we take very seriously because I, I think it is, it is really important and it is the new normal for us. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but I think, you know, I guess going back to, to OKRs and sort of my initial impressions, I um, immediately picked up uh, Measure What Matters by John Doerr. Um, and that really sort of gave me the, I think, the historical context to how um, this OKR system was was initially thought of and, and built out. And yeah. um, I really appreciated uh, a lot of the examples uh, throughout the book, right? Both of examples where this setup had worked and, and worked really well, right? Yeah. Um, and then some examples of things, you know, things that don't work as well. Sure. Um, so I think that the measure what matters is what got me really excited. Um, I yeah. think about implementing the system and then, um, and then we started the, the OKR training with, with Atruity. Yeah. Fantastic. So, um, what were your biggest challenges when you actually started the OKR program? I mean, I think one of the, I guess one thing that comes to mind initially is just, it, it's pretty daunting to get started with this. Yeah. Um, some of the things that, that we had to go through initially, they just seemed like monumental tasks at the time for whatever reason. Ultimately, they didn't, they didn't end up being, I think, you know, right. too big, too big of yeah. a, a carry. But it was they, they seemed to kind of intimidating at the time, right? Like setting a mission statement, yeah. um, really like thinking about long term goals and, and then what you're going to do to get there. That that felt a little daunting, I think. But again, as I mentioned, like right when we, we had some of those first two hour sessions when we were digging right. into all this, it, it ultimately came to us, I think a lot easier than we thought it would. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think the other challenge, at least for me was, you know, looking back and going through that first quarter when we had really implemented everything and kind of in real time, understanding what key results are, are, are were right and what key results were wrong. Um, I think that's something that it, it can be difficult to, Difficult to figure out before you've gone through it, um, I guess, maybe is a better way to, to describe that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, making sure that things were quantifiable and, atta- quantifiable and attainable, um, things that were reasonably under my control, right? Um, which sounds easy and sounds like a lot of goal setting sessions, but, you know, we were growing and changing so quickly while we were trying to interact, you know, trying to come up right. with those goals. So that is, it was, it was definitely a challenge, but I think going through that first quarter was 
a huge lesson and, and something that I feel like, you know, second quarter, we're able to, to hit the ground running much better. And um, I think the, the, the key results are, are coming more, uh, more naturally now. Yeah. You know, it's funny, you know, that, that old thought process of kind of trying to build a plane while you're flying it at the same time can be, exactly. can be challenging. And, you know, your organization, I, I tell a story about this where when I said, well, we're going to do a mission statement and we'll sit out for two hours. Okay. And within two minutes of two hours, we had it. Everybody looked and it was quiet and everybody read. And I went around and did the five, three, one with the hands. And everybody said, wow, we really like it. And it was right on two hours. Then yeah. we did the long-term objectives and a miracle happened, right? We did it in just about two hours with a minute left. And I think it was somebody, might have been you or Patrick, somebody said, Tim, how are you doing this within two hours? And literally hitting within a minute. And my comment back was a good facilitator can then draw out a conclusion. And uh, and your organization followed that to a T and made some good decisions and were satisfied with things. And that was a really big deal. You know, that collaborative North Star setting, like you said, it feels arduous. You know, everybody's exhausted by the time. I mean, it's just simple. Like, mm-hmm. you just want to make a statement. And you're exhausted and tired by when it's done. And there's this mind racking of sorts. And, you know, maybe, maybe, um, maybe we said it, maybe we didn't say it right. Could we say it like this, you know, changing a word here and there, but once it's done, it's very elegant. And, um, and then going ahead and setting our annuals and then our quarterlies together, you all did fantastic. And, you know, building those North stars are critical for organizational success. You know, we all, everybody thinks they know, everybody talks about, you know, what, what, where are we going with things? You know, the, the, the great resignation in today's world is about people not knowing how they're contributing and what they're contributing towards, okay, and knowing how they're, they're a part of that um, and, and, and being able to see it. So, you know, I talk about communication, both, you know, verbal, but as much written and having those mm-hmm. things written down, going from virtually nothing to suddenly seeing everything in front of you and going, wow, I can begin to see this. Like, the fog's starting to clear a little bit. And, um, and you know, when you get started, you really, you really, it's your first time doing something. And, and we were talking earlier about someone taking up golf. Like, at first, it's daunting, right? And all yeah. of a sudden, you, you hit a golf ball and you make a par or something, and you go like, wow, I'm into this. This is great, you know? But it's that clumsiness and getting the hang of things that that's why we call it an okay, our journey. And, you know, the metrics that we use, they begin to change and shift because it's an agile methodology. Now, there may be some things that we stay with over the long haul, but there also might be some nuances that we discover as we move forward. Hey, we're, we're, we're measuring something twice. Maybe it's better to do it this way or that way. And in doing this, you know, that, that's the okay, our journey of sorts, you know, finding out what things really work. And um, and it takes a few quarters to really get the hang of it. So I, I'm, I'm really glad that you mentioned that. Um, so let's go to the other side of this, Zach. Tell our audience a little bit about what you would consider to be kind of like your best success story to date with the OKR program. Yeah, I mean, I think as far as company-wide, one thing that's that's been great is, is just the transparency across all divisions. Mm, um, yeah. You know, as... As OnDMO scaled out, we really sort of, everyone started, from a senior management perspective, started to focus in, in, in all of our divisions, right? So yeah. um, generally speaking, we had much less oversight or insight a lot of times into some of what the other divisions were, were doing. So 
Um, one thing that I've always really appreciated since we've since we started this OKR journey was having uh, having transparency into what's going on across the board. Um, that's been really great for me, um, just to understand how all the pieces are moving together. Um, I think the other thing though is is it's it's focused us to really clear up and um, sort of raise our bar on a lot of internal expectations. Um, I think, you know, the RPO division in particular at OnDemo really prides itself on its ability to customize um, and tailor to client needs. So all of our all of our clients are, are very different as far as you know how they utilize um, our RPO. Which can provide can prove to be a bit challenging when you're you're trying to set, uh, you know, standards across the board, right, and yeah. and metrics across the board. So it doesn't really work um, because you know everything is so different, and and what is is a, a great expectation of one client is not necessarily at another, right? Just because the, the work varies so much. So um, going through and being able to to sit down with our team members um on a on a client by client basis and really set okrs i think not only um help us to to establish clearer expectations internally but also really raise the bar of, of what we were doing and making sure that it's really just far exceeding what what our, um you know our clients would would be expecting out of us before we continue with the interview we'd like to tell you a little bit about Atruity. Hey everyone, you all know that at Atruity, we implement, triage, and run OKR programs. But did you know that we also offer OKR training? Whether you're a large organization looking to train your entire staff, or you're an OKR program manager looking to become OKR certified, either way, we have a solution for you. To learn more about our OKR training and our many OKR solutions, check out our link tree in the show notes below. And also, don't forget to download our free ebook, The Seven C's to OKR Success, located in our link tree as well. Thanks for listening, and let's get back to the show. Yeah, you know, your first comment about the visibility piece, you know, we speak sometimes about, you know, everybody thinks of alignment almost vertical in an organization. Who's reporting to me? Who's reporting to but that horizontal alignment of sorts, Zach, where you get to see what everybody else is doing in a clear, defined, um, uh, uh, we use PowerPoint in, in your SharePoint, so that everyone can see what everybody's doing. I think that, yeah. I, I, again, I was in this discussion last evening about this, and you know that's a big deal because people want to know, especially in today's world where everyone is disparate, what's everybody else doing? What What's really important to them? And how can I either A, help them out, or B, they can be helping me out because they're seeing what I'm, I'm involved with. And then doing that dynamic scoring, hey, if I'm struggling in an area, maybe someone can help me out a little bit, and vice versa. Hey, someone's struggling in this area, hey, you know, let's take that offline and talk a little bit about it. So that communication begins to change as an organization. And I've seen that with your group, and I think it's, it's absolutely terrific. And you know, and, and that clarity about giving so people know that theirs is unique, okay, and what is important to them and how are they managing things and giving them that ability to discover it themselves and put themselves out there and saying, hey, this is what I think my goals should be, and then be able to get buy-in from, from leadership as, hey, that's fantastic. Let's really work towards that. 
I think that's what really is, is uh, it, it drives great success in any organization. And I'm seeing it in yours right now. So um, kudos to that answer. That, I, that, that was fantastic. Yeah, I, I guess one, one more thing, too, that, that sure. it kind of goes along with the second point of, of the clear, clearing of expectations and really being able to, to raise the bar is I think the idea that for us, you know, client needs are constantly changing and evolving. Um, and what I like about the, the OKR setup is the idea that we still have this North Star. We have this mission statement that we're all working towards, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but as as things change on a daily, weekly, monthly basis, you know, it doesn't change our, our, our long-term trajectory, but we're able to work in real time, um, adjustments and fixes and updates into the system um, without messing up the entire the, the entire long-term goal and, and, and plan. And I think that's that's been really great as well. Yeah, no, that that uh, the the agile nature of OKRs is, you know, things change. I mean, I, I used to use the great example, you know, and, and I say this and I'm not going to wood that, um, you know, COVID was a great awakening to being agile as a planning, as an organization and how you execute and how you have to be nimble sometimes and change as things change, you know, and not only with the client, but with circumstances in general. And I could not agree with you more. All right. So I'm going to switch topics here a little bit. So here comes this company called Atruity. Here comes Tim Meinhardt, um, you know, uh, walking in, talking about objectives and key results. Um, what was your impression of us? And if somebody was looking at an OKR program, what would you begin to tell them about either A, using an outside organization and B, possibly using us as an organization of choice? Yeah, I mean, I think initially my impression was 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 positive just because it came off of a referral right um yeah, I, I believe that's right through paula who who's the president of our women impact tech division right and someone that yeah. uh we obviously trust and, and 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 really value her opinion so i think that you know that 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 goes a long way as far as initial impressions right but yeah. um you know i think that the okr system was something that that when it was brought up initially it was something that we, we started to look into and i, I think you know, after reading John Doerr's book and and just kind of doing some initial work on that in the the research phase, it just became very clear that if we were going to do this right, um, and we were really going to see the long term benefits, that this was something that we really needed outside help on. Um, we needed someone to keep us on track, um, to fix some of the little things early on, to help us with buy in across the board. You know, I think. Um, it, it's the, those some of those those early books that that, that we were able to read that, that talk about some of the failures of, of implementing an OKR were, were a, a good awakening for us and that you know those first couple of months are really crucial and making sure that we have the right team available whether it's for questions or keeping meetings on track or making sure that the first couple of times that we're setting these these quarterly key results that we're all on the same page and we're doing things right um, was 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 really crucial for us. Terrific. Terrific. Um, and so I, I'm going to go with one more question here. And by the way, Zach, this has been fantastic. And I really, really appreciate you sharing your insight. Um, so if you were to say, what, what's the biggest positive takeaway and the benefit ultimately to you and your organization that you are receiving from using an OKR program? Yeah, I mean, I guess it's it's difficult maybe to think of of just one or or the biggest um, right. and i guess maybe these are all related right but mm-hmm. i think um 
the first thing that comes to mind is just defining that long-term mission and that North star um, and, and getting everyone aligned to that, that path um, was, I think the, the biggest earliest positive takeaway there. Yeah. Um, the other thing is um, again, something that I mentioned that I think has been a, a big win is that I just really appreciate the communication and transparency across all divisions. Um, what it's been able to do, um, within the division that, that I'm focused on, um, but also uh, what it's been able to do, again, across across divisions, right? Um, so, I, I mean, those are, those are the big things, I would guess, right? Like that, the long-term mission, and then also being able to just clearly and transparently communicate internally within the division and then, then out the, across multiple divisions as well. Terrific. So as we, as we get ready to conclude... I'm going to leave you with one other thought, and I'd love to maybe hear your quick thoughts on this. Is any last bit of insight you would like to share with our audience that may be considering an OKR program or um, has gone through something and maybe they're not getting the results that they want? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. You used that golf example earlier, and I don't <laughs> know, we're, we're two different types of golfers. So I, I, um, I saw OKR uh, implementation as far easier than uh, implementing uh, a golf routine personally. Right. But I mean, I think, I guess the the real takeaway there probably for me is um, it, it has to be a full measure. It can't be a half measure. You can't right. kind of do OKRs. Um, you can't kind of buy in. You can't, you got to follow it. It's got to be, it's got to be a full buy-in. It's got to be complete. It's got to be across the board. Um, that's the biggest thing, right? And I think that's one th something that we learned early on um, in our training with, with, with Attruity. And it's something that I'm, I'm really thankful that we really did commit to it early on, even before we had our, our first quarter of, of objectives and key results. Uh, so that's 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 really a really big thing for us. Yeah, well, God, that, Zach, that was truly insightful. So um, thank you. I, I really appreciate you joining us today on our program. And I know our audience is gonna love the things that you had to say. And I wanted to thank you, and I hope that you have a wonderful summer. We'll say it a little cooler than normal in Phoenix, only in the <laughs> low 100s. And um, and obviously, I wish you and the whole Andiamo organization um, all the best here in the upcoming uh, finish to 2022. So, Zach, thank you so much for being on the program. Great. Yeah, thanks. It was a lot of fun. You got it. See you now. Thanks so much for taking a few minutes to listen to our OKRs Q&A podcast. You know, OKRs provide such an excellent agile framework, which is critical for today's business needs. It's such a pleasure to have such wonderful people share their stories and journeys with us. Please, should you ever need assistance with your OKR journey, do not hesitate to reach out to us and contact us at atruity1.com. And make sure if you have a minute, to rate our show. Have a great week, stay healthy, and of course, stay happy. Thanks, everyone.